Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. For two weeks, we've been bombarded with photos and video of the devastation in Haiti. I was looking through a photo essay on the web with uh, pictures of corpses in the streets and horribly injured survivors, and I had to ask myself, are some of these images too graphic? Do they exploit the people and the culture that they represent? We're joined now by Paul Taggart. He faces these questions every day in his job as a photojournalist. He's been covering Haiti since the earthquake hit, and he's currently in the Dominican Republican Republic, but is returning to Haiti soon. And Kenneth Irby joins us as well, leader of the Visual Journalism Group at the Pointer Institute. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Paul, we've, we've featured some of your photos from Haiti on our website. Can you tell me about some of the more striking pictures that you've taken? Um, one of the stories we worked on in that first week of coverage was following a man named Montpazier. Uh, Nazil is a 56-year-old man who volunteered on the first day after the quake to uh, collect bodies in the street, um, which is both you know medically important to get these off the street as also just for the mentality of the people. Um, so I ended up following him for three or four days over the last week and a half. Um, and so some of those images are rather graphic, but I think in the context of following this volunteer Haitian, it's, uh, it's more of a rounded-out story, but pretty dramatic stuff. So you, you face this particular issue every day as you, as you bring a shot into your lens, and you have to consider whether to take a photo or not. Uh, do you, I mean, you're getting paid for your work. Do you ever feel like you're exploiting the subjects of your photos? Um... I, no, I don't. I mean, I, th- I wouldn't take the picture if I thought that I was. Um, I mean, just like any job or anybody doing anything, I think we have an inherent sort of understanding of morality, and I'm not going to do something just because I have a camera that I wouldn't do otherwise. Um, and as far as, like, deciding to take a picture or not take a picture, I usually lean on the side of taking the picture. Um, whether I file it or not is a different story, and whether an editor uses it in the context in which they use it um, is something to keep an eye on and keep track of. Um, so I think that's more important of how the image is used where it's used in the context of it, than whether you actually take the photograph or not. Okay, I want you both to listen to this uh, phone call from one of our listeners. The name is Tim, calling from Denver, Colorado. It's degenerated a little bit into the balloon boy deal. A lot of the media is like that nowadays. It's not about news, it's about what sells and what can be used to excite people, and most of all, what can be used to people. Kenny, you're, you're not just, uh, you don't just work at the Pointer Institute, but you yourself were a, a, a photographer. Um, do you think that the images out of Haiti were, are used to excite people or, or scare them? No, absolutely not, Celeste. Um, I think that the images that I've seen um, have been a, a valent and purposeful attempt to help uh, inform uh, society, particularly we're talking about American coverage, um, about uh, a very traumatic and uh, uh, sad uh, reality that's happened to our neighbors, uh, you know, not far uh, from us. And the, the photographs, as uh, we were just hearing from Paul, um, have brought a vicarious perspective that people need to to be able to visualize in order to um, to understand the magnitude of the tragedy there. But but in your in your duties, what do you think is going too far? What kind of guidelines do you give to photographers to say take this photo but not this one? Oh well, the, the, you know the guidelines. The first thing you have to understand is that the the photojournalists are human beings first, and not robots. And you know their guiding principle is as journalists working for uh, media organizations and independently. Uh, those uh, like Paul as well, 
I mean, their guiding principles are to maximize truth-telling. Um, we teach there, there are guidelines in place to, to seek and report the, the fullest truth possible and also to be uh, compassionate and thoughtful in terms of minimizing harm. So it, 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 there are guidelines in place um, for journalists to, to, to govern them. The bigger problem, I think, is not the, uh, the, the principles of the journalists. It's the ignorance of the American people. Um, the, the American people have been uh, protected, sheltered, and privileged and, and don't want to see uh, the kinds of realities that are happening outside of our borders and to take the responsibility that we have as Americans to help those that are in need. Although, uh, Kenneth and Paul, you can weigh in as well. When my kids look at a picture like that, they don't think about Haiti. They think about just the person who died, the one person who died. In an earthquake that's the biggest in 200 years, do people of Haiti and corpses in Haiti lose their private rights and become public figures, in a sense, in the pursuit of a historic news story, Kenneth? Absolutely. I think uh, we've seen that not just only in Haiti. We've seen that in America in 9-11 and the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, there have been situations even on our own, on our own soil um, where the news magnitude um, supersedes individual privacy. Um, now, that, that happens because of the news and the news value um, and the historic value. Um, but journalists are taught to always seek to preserve the dignity of the of the of the bereaved of the deceased and the survivors that are there and i think these photographs um, as you alluded to in the in the lead in there are some things that journalists see um, for the purpose of helping the democracy and the society understand the proportions that they don't share um, and and so there's a thoughtful process of what should be uh, what shared and where that line is and that line is a fine line um, and it is relative to the society. Now, today we see, we see far more horrific stuff, and, and, and children see far more horrific stuff in the video games and movies, uh, and this is, the, this is truthful reality that we need to be having the conversations with our children about, um, right. and, and that's one of the things that a lot of parents don't want to do. Kenneth Irby is the leader of the Visual Journalism Group at the Pointer Institute. Paul Taggart is a photojournalist covering Haiti, heading back there this week. What do you think? Do you think the photos from Haiti have been exploitative or have they helped you appreciate the gravity of the situation? Let us know at 8778 my take or at our new website, thetakeaway.org.